Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. I hope that you all took the time to take some deep breaths and sit in stillness and journal out all your feelings and just reset before diving into your crazy fall schedules because every season is just a whole different kind of crazy and if we don't do that reset between, we just drag it into the next season. So for me, summer is really busy in a lot of just like chaotic ways, like a lot of family in town, a lot of visiting family, a lot of doing things with family, a lot of holidays, a lot of trips, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But fall is really busy when it comes to my personal family, like their schedules, like school schedules and sports schedules and gymnastics schedules and all those kinds of things. But then I also am really busy with work during this time. So it's all just a different kind of busy, right? It just is one busy season to another busy season. And it doesn't seem like it ever slows down. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about what back to school looks like at my house. So I'm going to show you some organizational things, maybe some of my routine charts, some different things that I do to make back to school and this busy season for us a little bit more smooth. And I want you to remember that I'm an Enneagram one. So it's um, probably a little bit more than what most other Enneagrams would prefer except for maybe a six so it might be too much for you so adapt it and make it work for you that's why i'm saying this is what back to school looks like for me so you can see what i do to keep everything in line with my crazy busy schedule and responsibilities and how you can apply it to yourself so when i was on instagram the other day getting ready for back to school i was posting some of the charts i was working on while the kids were at school on their second day of school and a lot of people wanted the template so i am going to just kind of dive in more about all that stuff that you guys were interested in on Instagram and see if it can help you a little bit more. So there are about four different parts of back to school for me. These are all similar topics that we've talked about a million times before, but I want to walk you through specifically of what my schedule looks like, what my priorities look like, what my expectations look like, and what I'm outsourcing this season. And maybe it's something that I can do periodically, like each season or each time some of these things change so you can kind of get an idea how being a working mom how there's like just this ebb and flow but these are the four main things that I always come back to when someone's feeling out of balance or they're trying to find more balance setting a schedule setting priorities setting expectations and outsourcing so let's start with schedule what does my schedule look like so right now my oldest two are in school full day And I never thought this day would come. I remember when I was a young mom running a business and I would see, you know, people talking about, oh, yeah, I have six hours a day to get my stuff done. And I was just thinking, wow, six hours I have nap time. Like, holy cow. So if you're in that nap time phase, don't worry. It comes faster than you even want it to. It will come and it's a whole different world when your kids are in school all day. But at the same time, there's so many other busy things that are added that those six hours like really go so fast because now you're adding in sports and friends and meeting with teachers and emotional like things like like if they're not doing well you have to it's like a lot of emotional stress on you too so anyways there's there's definitely a lot that comes with each stage so even though I have more time away from them there's also a lot more responsibility that goes into them and time and all that stuff so Don't feel like, wow, of course she can get so much done. She has her kids in school. This is the first year I've had two kids in school all day. Last year, 
I didn't even because COVID, my oldest kid who should have been in school all day was only in school two days a week. And then I had a kindergartner that really struggled with kindergarten. So this is literally the first year that I've ever had two kids gone for six hours a day. And we're only in the second week of school. So it's not like it's, you know, we, we just don't even know yet. We don't even know. So back to my schedule. So my two older ones are in school all day and my younger one doesn't start preschool until a month after they start. So he's still at home with me. So right now I'm working Monday through Thursday from nine to 12. That's my schedule for the first month of September before my youngest is in preschool because I have a lot to catch up on from summer, like a lot. We are also short a photographer right now because of a, a very serious family situation. And so there's just a lot of shoots to be happening. There's a lot for me to work on. I have to record the rest of Aligned um, and get that launched and ready to go. I'm in a bundle for a, a huge course coming. I'm recording podcast episodes. I'm planning content. Like there's so many things that I have to do. So I decided for the first month of school that while my kids are away, I was going to work four hours, let's see, nine to 12, three hours, four times a week, which is 12 hours a week solid. That doesn't mean that's the only time I work because right now, as I'm recording this episode, it's a Saturday and I told my husband to take my kids to the movie. He's going out of town for the rest of the weekend and part of next week. And I was like, okay, I need to get caught up and ahead on some things so that when you're gone, um, I can just focus on the kids. So there's definitely more times than just those 12 hours that I'm working, but for sure I'm working Monday through Thursday from nine to 12, three hours four days a week, I feel like is good for my son who's now home alone to have someone different than me to play with. And then I still have, a, my, so my kids are gone from 8.30 to four every day. So then I still have 12 to four um, with him. And it's been fun actually to hang out with him. We've had a lot of fun and he's so cute and so good by himself. I'm like, wow, this is a whole different person. So anyways, it's been fun. So that's what my schedule looks like right now. Monday, I'm doing computer work only. So that's recording, planning email sequences, updating my website, any blog stuff I have to do, outlining, uh, planally, anything like that. So Monday is a computer work day. I like to use Monday as that day because usually over the weekend, a ton of stuff piles up or I get new inspiration because I'm not working on the weekends at all. And so sometimes I'll get like new ideas while I'm just kind of resting. So I like Monday to just kind of get ahead of all that stuff and get it done. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm usually shooting. So I'm still a full-time brand photographer, but part-time hours. So I squish a lot into those Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then usually half the day on Thursday and then half the day is more computer work as well. So that's kind of what my schedule looks like right now. When October hits, I will be adding coaching in. So I will hopefully at that point only be shooting two days a week and then I'll have a recording slash computer day and a coaching day where I just kind of stack. Last year, I would do three coaching calls at a time, like on a day. So I'm hoping that that schedule will work out the same come October. So those are my main work hours. And then I am working one night a month for family pictures. In October, I'm doing two nights because that's kind of our heavier fall color. But last year I did like eight to 10 nights. So I'm feeling really good about slowing down to one to two nights a month. It feels really good. I'm traveling a ton this fall. I'm speaking at an event in San Diego and one in Arizona. And then I'm attending a different event in Salt Lake 
And then I'm going to Disneyland with my family and Disneyland with my sister-in-laws just as an adult trip separately. So we have a lot coming up and my husband will be gone most of the month in September. We basically are on opposite travel schedules. So as soon as I'm home, he leaves. As soon as he's home, I leave. So it's going to be craziness. So that's why for me, having a schedule, knowing that I can fit in what I need to get done and using times like these, like when he is home, like, okay, how about you go do a fun date with the kids? And since you're going to be leaving again and I will get ahead so that I'm not so stressed during the week. So much of my work hours during the week, I feel like is reactive work. Like I'm getting emails, I'm having to send invoices, I'm looking for models, I'm doing all this stuff. And so I'm really really hoping to get ahead on a lot of this stuff so that I can have more productive work hours moving forward for the rest of September. All right, number two, set priorities. So this quarter, my priorities are that I am not working at all when my kids get home from school. So from three o'clock, I guess four o'clock until bedtime, like I am home with my kids. I'm helping with homework. I'm helping with chores. I'm making dinner. I'm getting them their snacks ready. I'm taking the dog on a walk. I am home with my family. That is one of my priorities. Another priority is that I'm up before my kids every day so that no one's frazzled. I, I used to stay up so late working that I would drag getting out of bed and then I wouldn't wake my kids up early enough and then we'd be late or they'd be feel frazzled. So one of my priorities this quarter is to make sure that I'm up before the kids and I take care of myself with my morning routine and get in the right mindset to be able to put the, their their um, needs totally in front of mine. Like I've already meditated. I've already read. I've already brushed my teeth, got ready. I've already ate. Like, so I'm good to go so I can help my kids fully with all the energy I need and all of that. Another priority is I'm not working at all on the weekends for the whole quarter, which is a lot for me in the fall because fall is our busiest time and it's really easy to like add in a Saturday session or a Friday night session. But this semester, I have all of my brother-in-law's football games on my calendar. I have all the community fall activities on my calendar and I'm really excited to make those happen and just prioritize that and this will be my first year probably in the 10 years I've been a photographer where I haven't taken on that many family like I can't even think of a time that I've fully been able to enjoy fall without trying to just fit it cram it into every nook and cranny we've always done all the fall things but this year it'll be a little bit more slow paced so I'm looking forward to that another priority is to spend a one-on-one time with each of my kids throughout the week, like really sit with them in their room while they're getting ready for bed or take them on a special date or something really just important to each of them. And they're all very different. So for one, just laying with them in their room would be beneficial. One, listening to them talk and talk and talk and talk about some story or some random thing would be really beneficial. And one, going with mom on a special date would be. So just really prioritizing what they need personally. So those are some of my priorities this quarter. Sometimes being a mom and running a successful business seems impossible, but it doesn't have to be. I've been running a business while raising my family for nearly nine years, and I've learned some life hacks along the way. Take my free training to find out five mind-blowing systems I use to balance this crazy mom boss gig. You can find the link in the show notes below. 
some expectations that I have. I expect my kids to do all the basic things, obviously, every morning. Brush their teeth, get dressed, eat breakfast, get their backpacks ready. And then when they get home from school, empty their backpacks, take the dog on a walk, do one family chore, do any homework that they have. And then at nighttime, before bed, obviously the basic things, brush their teeth, get in their jammies, set out their clothes for tomorrow, read for 20 minutes. Those are some expectations I have for my kids every single day. So this is what I was talking about earlier when a lot of you guys were excited about that chart that I made on Canva. So I'm going to link it below so you guys can get a copy of it and edit it to work for your family. It's pretty generic, but we do have Walk Tilly on there and I'm sure not everybody has a dog named Tilly. So you can make it your own. I like to use charts because then I think all of my expectations are clear. My kids know what they need to do before school, what they need to do after school, what they need to do before bed. It's all basic stuff that they should know, but the thing is kids don't. Like I literally have to tell my eight-year-old to brush his teeth every morning and every night, even with the chart. What's on your chart? Did you brush your teeth? Okay, go brush your teeth. Like you would think these kind of things would be just like ingrained in them by now, but it's not. So that's why I like the chart because I know what I want and they know what I want and it's the same every day and eventually it's going to turn into habits, hopefully in the next eight years. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how long I can have to remind them what's on their chart. I also made a chart for my babysitter. So my babysitter isn't exactly a babysitter anymore. So long story short, she got a different job that was full-time hours because she needed that for her family and then it didn't work out and so I have added on some additional responsibilities and kind of condensed all of the people that helped me into one person so that I could keep her because she is the best thing that's ever happened to our family and we love her so much and I would have her do anything for me like if it wasn't household stuff which right now that's what I need the most. I would try to find a job for her in the photography like she is a photographer but she has her own th anyways. We love her so much. So I made a chart for her as well to kind of keep us on the same page. Expectations are so important because unless you tell them what you expect, they're just guessing, right? And in my head, I know what I want and what I need, but no one else is in my head. So I have to set expectations for everyone in my life if I want them to do what I'm asking them to do. So I made this chart, even though... Lauren is the best thing ever. Like she automatically does all these things, but then it helps just have like an order. And for me, I know, okay, there's a chart. Now I, it's off my to-do list because she knows what's in my brain and I don't have to worry about like, oh, she can, like, she probably is going to do it anyway. But since I've set the expectation clearly, now I know it will happen. So for her schedule, I'm having her come every Monday to help sort and steam all the boxes that came for our shoots from over the weekend. So she comes and assists on all the studio projects. So this is helpful because I don't shoot on Mondays, so it helps prepare all of the shoots for the upcoming week, and that's really helpful. On Tuesday, that's the day that she comes and cleans the house and the studio. So I used to have a house cleaner that came separately, and now Lauren just does all the cleaning. So she'll clean the entire house and the studio each Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, I'm having her go through and change everyone's bedding. That's just something that's like, she's going to be here anyways watching Rowan. It's not something I'd probably have her drive over to do. But now I know, oh, the bedding's going to be cleaned every week. That's something that just, it, it just doesn't make it on my priority list ever. Unless someone pees the bed. 
And then on Thursday, she's going to fold and put away all of our laundry. And by actually having one person do all these things, it actually does save us money instead of doing like our laundry subscription and then our cleaning subscription and then our whatever, like it just is all one person. And that's awesome. And she is amazing. Have I said that enough? Okay. And then she's going to babysit Ro until he's in school from 9 to 12, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So some days she'll do a little bit of what she's doing for me while she's babysitting Rowan and then some days she'll probably hang out with Rowan and then stay longer and do the other things just whatever she wants to fit into her schedule and then I have some extra things that she can do for me like organization projects or extra cleaning projects or some social media things for the most part that's what her schedule looks like and I put it into a nice pretty chart so that the expectations are clear I also made a cleaning list chart which I highly recommend even if you're the person cleaning to have like a list of all the cleaning and stuff. And so then if you're divvying out responsibilities or if your husband's helping or if you do hire someone, you have a list of all the things you expect to be cleaned. Because like I said, if you have the expectations set and clearly communicated, then you are most likely going to be able to get those expectations met. But when you just say something or say like, go clean the house, your version of go clean the house is going to be completely different than their version of go clean the house. So the clearer you are and the more you communicate, the better it's going to go. And that's why I love charts. I feel like charts are the best and easiest way to make your expectations clear. And also just, I don't know, I'm a chart person personally. I know not everybody is though, so figure out what works for you in setting those expectations. And I kind of merged number three with number four once I started talking about um, Lauren's chart. But number four, the fourth part of setting up our schedule each season is what are we outsourcing? So as you can tell from what I just shared, I'm outsourcing babysitting, I'm outsourcing laundry, cleaning, and some help with prep work for my shoots. So that's what back to school looks like for us here. So the most important things are number one, set your schedule. Number two, set your priorities. Number three, set your expectations. Number four, outsource. Every single family situation is going to be different. There are some years where like it was not a priority at all of mine to be home after school when my kids were at different ages or like that wasn't even something that that mattered at all because they were in preschool or or half day school or whatever, like things change in different seasons and it's different for every single person. So just think about what your priorities are. I don't want you to make my priorities your priorities if they aren't actually your priorities. And set those expectations and choose what you're going to outsource to make your life a little bit easier. And you will have a great back to school schedule all set up. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Munchers Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag KylieMentorsMoms.